Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, April 8th, 2020. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me per usual, co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hoff. Okay, it was WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. How, How are those guys doing? Talk to either of them in a while. Um, well, today specifically, I'm pretty sure they're pretty devastated uh, as as staunch Bernie Sanders supporters. Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. Knocking on doors and canvassing for for the guy. And, you know, it's you know disappointing, <laughs> but yeah. But I, but in general, I think they're doing quite all right. As is their their little girl. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, be nice to hear from one of them. Yeah. You know, uh, have to reach out and have to, uh, yeah, see, because uh, I'm pretty sure she's followed. She uh, Paige posted a, a thing about watching WrestleMania, and she's been a, you know, 30-something-year Undertaker fan, you know, and uh, she was, like, really impressed with that Boneyard match, and, you know, you know, considering the limitations, so so they're uh, you know they're they're still active at least a little bit on in the scene. So yeah, we have to reach out and say what's up. But yeah, um, it's the week after WrestleMania. We certainly got a decent amount of stuff to talk about and catch up on. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information, all the ways you can reach out and contact us. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about it. First way, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Uh, drop, uh, get, get in line, and we will talk to you live on the air. Uh, hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And that gets you on air to talk to us live. Second way to have your voice heard is uh, drop us a voicemail. If you can't call us live and you still want to have your voice heard, hit us up on the voicemail tip, uh, 415-787-5229 is the way to reach the voicemail line. Three unadulterated minutes to uh, ask questions, post comments, uh, rant, rave, whatever you got. Three. Uh, 415-787-5229 is the voicemail line and the way to do that. You can always drop us an email. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Somewhere at least in the body of the email, whether you want your your email read in the VIP or non-VIP portion of the show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. 
You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk at C E E Hawk. All kinds of conversations going on on those accounts. And the last bastion is get at it. Find us on Facebook at uh, uh, facebook.com slash pwtorch east coast cast or just search east coast cast or pwtorch and uh, go ahead and give us a like uh, share us on your timeline tag your wrestling pals in it you know how it works all right so yeah transition let's uh, get things started cam where where are we going to start this week i mean it's obvious yeah i think you got to go with wrestlemania um you know, the the event did happen, um, certainly different than we would have thought, you know, as, as soon as like five weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a really different event. Um, I think, you know, you kind of have to, you have to grade these things on a curve because just the way we're digesting entertainment in general right now is really different. Uh, you know, it was a show that, for reasons, they decided it was going to happen. Um, and that can be a separate conversation. But as far as the performances that were put on, I, I did actually think there were a couple of matches that benefited from being able to hear every single word somebody was saying. Um, notably, you mean in the, the ring? Uh, exactly. The, uh, the, rest of the, the Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins match, the uh, Charlotte Rhea Ripley match um, are two kind of off top that really benefited from uh, from being able to hear what they were saying. Uh, ladder match. I would think any match you can hear Kevin Owens talking in would be uh, would be a plus for for, for him in particular. Yeah. No, for all the for like as much as we love like The Rock and Stone Cold and you know to a lesser extent like a Triple H for for like that real good trash talk. Kevin Owens told Seth Rollins, "You'll always be a bitch," and I, I was just I was stunned. I was like. <laughs> That's how you talk to somebody you don't like. Like that's what you tell them when it's really good. Exactly. Right. Yeah. For sure. You know, like, for sure. Yeah. Like, hand uh, lines that people come up with who've never been punched in the court. I should say, been in a fight. You got Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar and Goldberg, Braun Strowman. Um, you know, titles changes on both. Really the same match, if you kind of look at it. Um, basically all finishers. Um, of course, like Drew and Brock get a little bit more, but, you know, it, it's kind of bittersweet for like a Drew McIntyre uh, to have his crowning moment be with nobody there to not really be plotted out in a way that you feel like would be different from uh, from if there were a big audience. Um, and Especially because you know, the last time there was big audience, big audiences consistently, it was it, it looked like it was headed to a, a WrestleMania crescendo and like an organic kind of yeah, awesome sure. way that we haven't gotten in you know in a while maybe since Daniel Bryan. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then, 
you know, the the two biggest talking points out of WrestleMania are definitely the uh, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Firefly Funhouse match, which were, um, you know, on on closed sets, heavily produced, um, heavily edited, a strong level of fantasy, even stronger than you normally see in you know, in, in wrestling, like a lot of literal smoke and mirrors and you know, set changes and costume changes and music and, and you know, graphics and just all kinds of stuff. Um, I, I think that personally I prefer the Firefly Funhouse match to the Boneyard match, but both seem to be really successful with their audience. Um, and so I think you should expect to see more things like that. Yeah, I think uh, cinematic wrestling something or cinematic something wrestling is the is apparently yeah. a, a, a new term and something that will, like you said, will probably definitely be seen going forward. Um, what are you? What were your? Was it a creative thing reason why you liked uh, Firehouse over the Boneyard? Was it yeah, because, because of the wrestling I mean, that was actually wrestled? If that the wrestling was yeah, better, neither really had. That's the thing. Like, neither really had wrestling, right? Um, like, for I understand people like the Boneyard match, but it's like I was on a – I did another guy's show on Monday, and I was like, hey, Travis, have you seen Gran Torino? Uh, the old man, Clint Eastwood, get off my lawn, Mexicans for movie? No. Okay. So, and I asked the guys on the show, I was like, well, was, was Clint Eastwood good or was everything around him that was happening good? You know, like, to me, it was a bunch of punching and kicking with a bunch of other things going on to make The Undertaker look good. And that's what you're going for. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's supposed to be. But at the end of the day, like, it's a bunch of punching and kicking um, in a story I'm not invested in, in characters I'm not super invested in, right? I, I, I thought, I'm looking at it from, if, if this is not something that I have any type of feelings for, like, hey, it's cool, whatever. But the the Cena theme stuff was like one thing that wrestling rarely does is credit you, the viewer, for watching everything. You know, um, like that. We talk about why Marvel movies are so successful, and somebody just released uh, the live crowd footage of the first time Cap got a hammer, right? And you felt the same way in the theater when it happened because so much built up to you. So to see NWO John Cena, to see Bray flash back to Colt Guy with the dreads, like to see Prototype in his first gear, like all that stuff was, I feel like that was respecting me as a long-term viewer, and there were things I could do like the Leo DiCaprio in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood point to. Again, like, this is it. This is that thing, you know? I'm glad they both came off because uh, there was so much room to be bad. But overwhelmingly, I don't know if it's because everybody understands the circumstances and certainly wouldn't have gotten that kind of reaction if this was a normal Circumstances were normal, and they just and they decided, hey, let's be creative and do do this kind of kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe with the scene of Ray, that's something they could have gotten away with because because maybe both of them actually. Now that I, now that I think of it, 
I think maybe not on the same show. Uh, you do one or the other. Maybe save the boneyard thing for a SummerSlam. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but I'm glad they both went over and got over, and people aren't like just shitting on it just because it was different, and people are finding interesting things coming out of uh, both those both of those uh, matches segments. <laughs> I'm not sure what to call. And did Borash do both of them? Or just um, I, I know he did the Boneyard one. I don't know if he did the other. Yeah, yeah okay. I wonder if that was a whole different team. They were like, you know what, let's have a whole different feel for this one. Let's let such and such lead it or whatever. That'll be interesting in the next you know, weeks and months, how these things uh uh, shake out in the stories that come out of this particular WrestleMania weekend and week, really, because they taped a lot of that stuff during the week. Uh, they had people under gag, gag orders for spoilers. It was they weren't they weren't playing, and and nobody took a chance. Nobody was like, huh, let me try to get a match spoiler out." It was not working. Media, yeah. Oh, and apparently they might have done multiple finishes for certain matches. You could see on some matches that there were like obviously Cut. bad camera cuts to where yeah. something else probably happened, or this was done twice. Like you could see it on some, especially the first few matches they showed on Saturday night. It was just like, wow, that's a weird jump in a thing that never has a jump. Um, so yeah, there was some of that. Right. When you watch wrestling every goddamn week for seven hours for <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and twenty years. You, you, yeah, you, you, so there was some uh, stuff. Um, okay. You know, I wonder if, like, like, I thought that ladder match finish was really creative um, on a few levels. Like, the fact that they ended up with the uh, with the hanger and Nitro got the belts, or Morrison got the belts, um, that was really interesting. But the, the more interesting part was, like, you know, he's never been in a ladder match that's had the clip or the actual hanger. And so he got up there and grabbed the hanger and couldn't get it down, and that gave Kofi enough time to catch him. Like that was a really interesting little wrinkle. I wonder if somebody added that late, like as they were already doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was, there was some there was some stuff that was like an obvious switch or an obvious cut from a camera, or it was a second too fast or a second too slow to where you're like, okay, they just had them do do this again. Like I get that. Um, but yeah, there was interesting stuff. Like the only, I mean, the only match that. And, and it's not the only match, but the only kind of long-form match that I thought wasn't the best was the women's tag title match. And the biggest reason is, like, everything else kind of felt like a fight or, like, a high-octane, like, high-high-energy, you know, match. I mean, as far as I think it's not gimmicky, because we can talk about how Edge Orton was 20 minutes too long. And something being 20 minutes too long when it's only 35 minutes is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's like 20 minutes too long. Um, But, yeah, I I thought, like, all in all, again, like, I'm kind of rooting for everybody who's there to to do well. But everything was all right except, you know, that the Universal title match. Like, I understand Goldberg is a name. I understand he has cachet, but he can't do anything. And, like, not like can't do anything like Hulk Hogan couldn't do anything when he came back and beat. Uh, Triple H wasn't for the title. 
Like, Hogan could still do stuff. Well, you know, Hogan like, was a, I mean, he might have been a physical shell of his former self, but he, just showed he had literally 30 years of the business in him. And yeah. when, you, when you're in it for that long, you know every trick, every shortcut, every loophole, mm-hmm. and you're able to work around it. Same reason the King could have a relatively entertaining match today. Mm-hmm. Because he built a move set that you can expect and, you know, mannerisms and all that kind of thing and, you know, psychology really well. Goldberg is famous for not being, you know, really giving a shit about the business in that sense, like studying it and being a fan of, you know, watching tape and trying to get better. No, he just always was just in the bed, you know, in the right place at the right time and couldn't have to ever really try try to be better. So he can't as a fifty goddamn five year old man, he might be able to stand there and look the part physically, like have muscles and shit, but when it comes to like thinking on his feet and how do I get around this because I can't do this move or he's fucking lost Yeah, yeah. It's luckily he's in there with a guy like Strowman that could you know, unlike The Undertaker in Saudi Arabia, it, it just, it was a clunky match, but it wasn't nearly as dreadful as that thing. Because you had two 55-year-old guys in there. One just happened to know what he's doing, sort of. But still couldn't keep up uh, really physically. But Strowman could, you know, muscle the guy up and cover for for for, for certain things. Mm-hmm. Is I hopefully that's it with Goldberg. Like, yeah, your son has your goddamn kid has seen you wrestle. He's seen you have multiple title reigns. Yeah. (laughs) So there's no oh well you know oh but my nephew was just born and you know he no fuck out of here. And it's not on him. It's on the company. Stop paying that man to show up. Stop it. Uh, anything else about about the weekend itself? Um, I mean, it the other matches, a lot of anticipation. Yeah. Like between us, us being everybody who mentioned, like there was so much to anticipate. Wondering what you'd see, how it would go. It's weird to say they probably did about what you think they would do. Um, like as far as the in the arena stuff, but they really shined with the, the two, you know, heavily produced matches. Um, and so you just. Like, going forward, it's just like you could probably see one of those at every Mania and SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait for the uh, the backyard beach world. Okay, so okay, so I want to do this, this kind of comparison, and it might not be the best, but like with, like, coronavirus and shit, right? Oh, this is the first show also that the, the guy... 29 minutes into the show and or, or whatever, 19 minutes into the show and just brought up coronavirus. But we're say, I said a couple weeks ago, like things might could potentially fundamentally change, societally change. People finally get it and go, oh, just because I'm okay and I have insurance, like my neighbor not having it really also sucks. Not just for them and that family, but for society at large. And maybe some things mm-hmm. will change. 
could this this whole relative success with at least how they were the WWE was able to pull this off? Could they have completely killed any argument in the future for an off season? Because they've proven well, at least on at least with weeks of not notice, you're able to take your biggest event and and make it palatable. You know, you're able to do things and be nimble and produce things uh, and not have people flying in. Why shouldn't it be an off-season or, or some kind of lessened um, uh, the physical impact of the talent should be, should be lessened? And we, I don't know. I, I, again, I don't think it's perfect, but, but I think there could be some people thinking – Wait, why don't we just do this once a year or twice a year? Not this exactly, but something like that. Like have some shit in the can, do some creative things, and look at that. Everybody got six weeks off, or however they they do it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean, the future is the only only way to find out for sure, obviously, but. Uh, I don't know, something to think about. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I try not to think that far ahead of it because I want it to kind of, I don't know, work out, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot, man. It, it really is. Uh, wondering exactly what they're going to do going forward. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Trey. Um, it's a lot to, to, to ponder right now. I have to talk about that. In a, a week or two, a month or two, because yeah, a lot. Yeah, and also we're still also in the middle of this whole thing. It, it doesn't seem to be letting up anytime soon. Uh, I think we flattened the curve. So this, for at least for now, is the is the new normal. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough to think about. Hey, what about when things finally do go back to normal? How will how will things shake out? But yeah. Certainly something to think about. All right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. I see we have um, that two oh six on on uh, in the queue. Um, be sure if you want to get on air, press one uh, on your keypad. That lets us know. That basically puts your hand up and lets us know you want to be on air. Um, so two oh six, and there's two international and or Skype calls. It might be the same person. It could be Craig and he hung up and called back and one just, but also same thing. Press one and let us know. Uh, all right. But, and that goes double for you, 845. I see you hanging out in the queue with your hand down. Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's start things off. Let's go to Chicago and, and, Talk to our longtime friend, uh, Boris. Uh, Boris, what's going on? What up? Hey, guys. How's it going? You doing all right? Hey, doing all right. Yeah. Well, I I um text Rich earlier about all this. And, um you know, me and Sonya are essential. So we have to be out here in this, right? Because our yeah. job requires. She's in the medical. I'm with the railroad. I think at this point it's kind of selfish with these companies that's still doing this. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why is they still wrestling when NBA is down, baseball, all these other, you know, companies are down, but wrestling is still pushing this. I know it takes rich, and I said, what, a death or something has to happen? You know, something tragic got to happen for them to shut down? I mean, when something was contracted in NBA, they shut everything down. I'm not. I'm trying to understand why. Why? Why is it with wrestling? Why is this a difficult, difficult choice? And then on top of that, I'm like, okay, Jim Ross just got interviewed about his age. What is our age for senior citizens or older people? Which is Goldberg, uh-huh. Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? Why are these? Why, why, why are these? Why are these, why are these people still? The, yeah, why are these people still doing things when Jim Ross got pulled? So, what, well, we Jim Ross age here? And, you know, no, how, no, no, you no, know, no, I'm saying, what is, not okay, dedicated. we know, that's, that's really, is, is, what's the, is there supposed to be an age to this? As far as the, this, this, this serious thing we got going on here, right? Well, well I mean, yeah. Since they put I mean, themselves out there, but, they put themselves out there. And it's the reason why I'm 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 really doing this and really passionate about it because I clean up. I do a lot of cleaning, more cleaning now mm-hmm. than I ever had to clean up because they, you know, we got sanitizer and all these things, and I'm constantly cleaning things down because we still move we move with the public and all this other stuff going on with this situation. I'm like, so they're making full contact with each other. No matter what, and then Mandy Rose yeah. and, and Otis Kiss. I'm like, yeah. what, 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 what are we presenting here? And I, I, I just want people to to really, really out these, out this, out these. I'm AEW too. Everybody's still doing this. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, at this point, we have to really stop because we don't went from how many people together from ten to five. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And then, like I said. Personally, with the company I'm with, you know, we still, there was a, you know, the eating area, I pulled chairs because we had more than, we had more than 10 chairs in a room. So I pulled the extra chairs so no one would say that, oh, they're not doing their job. Mm-hmm. You know, we got issues, we got real issues going on in this company because people have to be working and some people are not happy to be working. So yeah, like said, with me, I pull chairs. I pull, yeah, I pull chairs out of the room where we supposed to eat. You know, the the eating area. I pull chairs out of there because it's too many chairs to allow people to sit next to each other. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's my first part. In this. What do I think about? Right, that? I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead. As far as as far as why why is this why is this still going on at this point? There's no accountability. Nobody's going to make them stop. There's nobody that's saying, hey, wow. stop it. That's crazy, ain't it? I mean, it's pretty all the obvious. And NWA, NWA, I just saw there, you know, because I kept with them, they're doing old shows. They're not doing, oh, I ain't seen nothing live from them in the, in the time slot that I've been doing, watching them. They, as a new company that's trying their hardest to, like, get on, you know, get on mainstream wrestling uh, radar, if they were doing, if they were running shows, I'd be like, well, it sucks and they're wrong, but I get it. They're a young company and they're trying to just 
hey, everybody else is shutting down. Let's 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 uh, you know corner the market. But they're the ones that are being responsible. And it's WWE and AEW that are that are on main network. And that's tough. Like, what is USA and TNT going to say? Hey, the programming that we're paying all this money for, how about mm-hmm. not do it? So, like, I, they're, I, don't, I don't know. I try. I don't know if you heard, but of course you've heard. But they're trying to do baseball. Like they're really trying to do baseball. And, and you know, it's basically empty stadium, everybody stays in hotels in the same city and umpire stands so far back and we can do same day testing and you know that there is pressure from these companies to go get this money. Um and it's not with some, and none of it's safe. Not. None of it. Oh, for sure. It is absolutely not safe. I, I wouldn't even I hope me presenting the information is not me justifying the, the occurrence. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not what I'm for sure. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I hear baseball, they want to, like, okay, we can get 100 games in. And it's just like, y'all, like, what? <laughs> like, if anybody, I, I, God damn, they just, I don't see how we, like, we've all seen this movie. Yeah. Right. Like, do you want there to be baseball in five years? Right, like uh, yes, I do. So okay, let's maybe not do baseball in twenty twenty. So we definitely can ensure that we have baseball in twenty fucking twenty five, twenty six. Exactly. Maybe that. And everybody, all the rich folks will be just as filthy and just as goddamn powerful as they were if the, if they tried to live through a twenty twenty season. And also, you won't have a scandal, and maybe a major league player won't die, or their kid won't die. But, you know, like that's just asking for trouble. Like Miz gets like think about yeah, like how many of these players like take care of their families, and sometimes take care of your family means like people live with you, people who have regular jobs who are going to be leaving. Like it, it, it's just all messy, and the idea that you can expect. Like pro athletes who are some of the, uh, and most of them are first generation wealth, and they've had to like take risks and push themselves to a limit most people can't. The idea that you're going to tell them that they have to be confined to a hotel when they're not at work, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Also, it's, 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 not, it's more than rude. But it just smacks of labor management, kind of. It just brings up, it just brings up all of that. For sure, like because certainly all of them don't want to work, and certainly all of them don't want to stay home. Like there, it would never be. Some people are always going to be like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll risk it. I don't care. Um, we saw those idiot high school kids and college kids that went to spring break and. And didn't care and admitted just as much. Like, yeah, I have a weakened immune system, a compromised immune system, but you know, uh, you know, I put my deposit down. <laughs> what you expect me to do? Yeah. Not die? I already paid my my six hundred bucks or whatever. <laughs> um, I have, I have a question. 
Yeah, good. Was Roman was Roman Reigns upset with Miz for coming to work sick? I think in the moment, or Roman, I don't know. I know the it's, Usos are the ones that made the Usos. Well, right, made it. why did he come to work sick? They didn't. The wrestling WWE didn't shut down, so Miz was yeah, doing that. Look, it, it's, that's a, yeah, oh, speaking of that, I'm sorry. Yep. What's going on? It, it wasn't right for him to do it, but that's when your boss always shows up for work and never gets sick. You 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 feel like you can't call in sick. That's just how. When he is. says, when so he's like, the kind of guy that says getting a cold is a sign of being weak, like only weak people exactly. get the flu. Like what the fuck? Like they're like, wrong what? for it, but there's also a reason for it. Yeah. Now, what are you talking about? The download, Boris? What? Uh, yeah, I haven't got. I, 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 I was. I wanted to ask you guys. I haven't got not one download in a while, so I, I, that's why I made my, made it my business to sit here and wait. You know, it's been other things going well, on. Like, I haven't. I haven't. I, no, I haven't yeah. got. I haven't. Haven't got nothing from you guys. Everything is downloading, but you guys. Oh, you know, So I, do I have to delete and, and reinstall to? Maybe you guys will pop up because everybody else is um, coming through. Hey, you get unsubscribed and resubscribe. Maybe that'll. I mean, what right, platform? Because you, you know, you know, you got, huh? I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a actual. Yeah, I does that. I either it, it, every like three months I get a, a, a tweet from Hanzi up in Toronto, and he goes, "You guys aren't showing up in the iTunes feed," and blah blah blah. And I got a message Corey like, "Well, what's going on with iTunes?" It's always iTunes. It's never, hey, Stitch is giving me an issue. Podbean or Podomatic is fucking up. No. Oh, it's goddamn iTunes. So, I, I don't know. Un, uh, un, oh, well, I'll figure it out. I, mean, you know, I, 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 if, I mean, if I don't hear y'all a lot, I, I, I got to hear y'all on demand. You know what I'm saying? Because I love you guys' perspective on this. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, somebody, somebody has to actually come across and you know, really, you know, be transparent about this because, like I said, the other podcast called Busted Open them. They don't want you to even talk negative about WWE right now. I'm like, how? Oh, well, I don't know how you have no, a show no. to like bring up like the stupid and dumb or bad shit. That so I just, I just, I just, I just shut it down. When he said that, I just shut it down because I was at work listening. You know, I go through everybody's, just see everybody's, hear everybody's perspective. But once you say don't be negative on this, I shut it down because you ain't living in reality. Yeah. It's one thing to say don't be overly negative or or dumb. But if you're if you're shilling so hard that you're like, well, we don't even want to hear negative. We don't even want to hear other uh, different. I'm like, come on, from from and and this old school, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about because I ain't gonna say the name, but you, I'm like, are you are you serious? You know this business. You know, it's like it's sad to think and come in my mind that doesn't have to be another tragedy for wrestling to shut down. No, they unfortunately, that they'll stop. You know, you can, uh, you can fall from the roof. Damn, he's about he's about to go off. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to come fall from the roof, and it don't matter. And the show must go on. No, we we yeah, we all we all hear what you are. But uh, like WWE, this show must go on. <laughs> but thanks for the call and and the support. 
and the downloads and all that. Thank you. Um, let's keep it moving. Ah, it looks like 206 put their hands up, so let's see uh, who 206 is. 206. What up? Who is this and where are you from? Yes, fellas. This is Rochelle from uh, Louisiana. What's going on, guys? Oh, hey. Happy birthday, big dog. Appreciate you, man. I'm in here making some crab cakes right now, so. That's the right way to spend it, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I actually just had two things for you guys today. One, did you see that WWE came out with a prepaid card? Yes. I got a, I, I think I got an email from them, and I was like, this seems very Russell Simmons. <laughs> right, that was the funniest that shit that I've seen. What is going on? So, yeah. I said, I love Death Jam and I love Russell Simmons, but I'll never buy a Rush card. So, yeah. Why wouldn't you? With like the crazy, uh, uh, I don't know, interest rates or whatever. I mean, it wasn't interest rates. People that go to exactly. check places and, and give two percent of their check away every goddamn week to <laughs> <laughs> behind three inches of plexiglass. Like, what are you doing, man? Get in a bank account. Let professionals rob you, not these amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I don't what is it what is so beyond I, I really I didn't click on it, I didn't even like see what the deal was. I was like, okay, there's gift cards where you can say, hey, uh, there's a there's a WWE membership or a network thing, and it lets them sign up. And but what's a WWE prepaid card going to do? Like, is it just them their back doorway into like the financial financial world? Like, I, all I know is that they partnered up with Netspin. I have no clue who that is, but that's the company that they're going through. I mean. Like you said, I mean, that's all they're talking about is like shop like a champ, and then you'll get your direct deposit two days earlier. So, um, ten years from now, WWE will 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 be a will be a low key bank, <laughs> or, or we'll have like an arm <laughs> in like the banking. I'm telling you, this this is nothing. This makes a weird uh, uh, branching out and diversifying on Vince's part. Nah, it smells like desperation to me. Yeah, it's it, it, how many more things can we do? Like, it doesn't seem to be like, that didn't seem to be in the pipe. That doesn't seem like a natural progression. It's a little weird. No, seriously, I, I literally saw the email. I was like, oh, there's a gift card. I was like, okay, like, you need to send me a gift card or some shit like that. But no, it was a goddamn debit card. Like, I'm like, I'm not using this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little janky. Like, why would I tie my check? that I get from my job to WWE <laughs> in any way. Like, why would I do it? Like, to get my deposit in two days earlier? Okay, so I have to, like, buy some shit, I guess. Or, you know, just, like, it just seems real, you know, middle-of-the-afternoon commercial kind of. Do you want your tax return three weeks yeah. earlier? <laughs> Well, I gotta pay you this crazy amount to get it early. Like I don't, it don't work out for me. Again, we'll be crazy. They were setting it up 
so they could make it so you couldn't get your uh, subscriptions canceled. Hmm. So you couldn't? Yeah. So like you're trying to you're, like it's a direct link to your WWE subscription. So they'll make it harder for you to actually cancel your subscription. I, mean, I see what you're saying. If that was some kind of backdoor way in doing it, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, no, other thing. Do you think, I mean, they keep talking about like this is the most social WrestleMania that ever happened. Do you think that they're actually going to do this again going going forward? Yeah, I mean, one niggas is in the house. Like, it was so big. Big man here, like, oh, look at that, record rating. Yeah, but I for sure think that uh, you're going to see a match, some type of pre-tape, highly produced, um, campy match every year going forward. Um, and, and next year, Triple H is going to be in it. Like, there's no way the Triple H saw that and it was looking like, okay, I need a piece of that. There's no- Not only that, he's going to be like, wait a second. That doesn't seem like I'd have to do a ton of physical work. Exactly. Exactly. I just have to look the part and I don't have to like blow up and, you know, actually have to like really, really, really run. You mean to tell me Batista didn't like- see that and, and think, fuck, why, why couldn't we do this last year? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Triple H comes out with a guy. Like, like, I have right? a guy specifically that could have put this match together. Like, come on. Like, I know three guys. Batista taking notes. That could have been better. Ooh, they could have used this technology to make this sound effect or this visual effect a little better. Mm-hmm. That's going to be. Like, I, don't know, new, I don't know uh, if you guys noticed. Hold up, Rashad. Oh, okay. Hold on. You got it, Rashad. Go ahead. Yeah, Bird, you got it. No, I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys noticed, but they killed off Carl Anderson, right? Because he didn't come off the top of that. A year ago? Two years ago? The moment they signed? Or certainly resigned a couple months ago. Man. Good brothers ain't bitten. We're thinking about beyond, take you know, anything seriously, serious for a long time. They got that one trophy, but that tag team in the work. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It was just funny though. But nah, but that's all I got, guys. I was just uh, calling and about to finish up this food and uh, chill out for the rest of the night. Cool, man. Well, happy birthday, man. You stay safe, all right. We'll do sure. man. You guys too. Talk to you. Let's uh, head to uh, Toledo and talk to Craig. Craig, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going, man. It's on your mind. Uh, you, you guys didn't bring it up. Uh, I was wondering your opinion on the uh, the people of color representation on Raw this past Monday. I figured you guys <laughs> might want to talk about it. <laughs> So I didn't watch Raw, but I, I was in the group chat and I was kept seeing, I, I, I saw Shahid and 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 Rich talking about how this is the blackest episode of Raw. I'm like, what's going on on Raw? That are all the white people quarantined? Like, what the fuck? 
And then you see something yeah. the next day on the news, like, oh, yeah, black people are suffering from coronavirus. Wait, what? Like, oh, wait. Is this, this is set up the whole time? But no, I, I, yeah, I didn't see it. So, yeah, please, you two, fill me in on uh, why we're all so bliggity black, y'all. Well, personally, I, I'm I'm in a bad fucking mood. Like I've been moody, oh. but I've been in a bad, bad, bad mood about seeing all these people. Just oh, yeah, even though people corona, can't, people going outside and socializing. Yeah, and, shit. yeah and, and it's not even that. It's this morning. This morning I read two messages. One person was pissed off that they couldn't get their pool cleaned and opened. Because the pool cleaner is not essential. Oh my god! And Sam, oh my th- god! Of all that's a friend of mine. Uh, well, my man, Mike in Cincinnati, bought an air conditioner today. He said it was ninety degrees today, so I can, you know, I can imagine you. You're home. It's hot. You want to take a dip? But come on, come on. Yeah. And there was that's another. So there was another one that was asking. If there was any vets that were around that were because the dog needed its nails clipped, I'm like, stay the fuck at home. Oh, because so it's because they couldn't go to because the groomers not open because groomers aren't essential, so they wanted to go to right. the vet to clip the yeah that's ugly. That's ugly. Oh wow! That's what it is. So I'm like, no, because. Uh, to the vet like days ago because he had an allergic reaction because vets are essential. But yeah, seeing if the vet's open because you need to groom your dog is disgusting. (laughs) And Cam, you said it earlier, I I don't remember when it was, you tweet so fucking much. Um, (laughs) You said something, you said something earlier about like people can only go home or go to the grocery store. So naturally, Mm Everybody's going to the fucking grocery store. Yeah. The, the parking lots are packed with people. Yeah. Like they're mall walkers or something. Just because that's the place they can go. And it's yeah. like, and then I see that, like, people of color are dying at a like a. Pace. A disproportionate rate. Uh, at the it's, it's, And it's because they're the ones that are in these jobs. And so then I see that shit on Raw, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Uh, where was this like a month ago? No, now yeah. it takes a pandemic where you get your, you know, black and brown uh, people there to fucking work for it. Just so it pissed me off. And, you feel uh, like uh, the running back, the black running back from uh, okay, the mobile, the mobile from Varsity Blues. It, it, really it is. I'm just your black workhorse. <laughs> Honestly, I had trouble not seeing that. And I, I know it's kind of like a Bruce thing to do. Like, Bruce goes off about these things from time to time, and I sometimes, I you know, I take the other side on it, or just, you know, I don't Bruce really follow. But this care. is... Uh-huh. A Bruce thing to do, to care. No, 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 no. I mean, like, he'll he'll bring up some stuff I, that doesn't... I perfectly exactly get what you mean. Yeah, but and well, we I'm well, totally with it. About How? What about? What about the, the poor suffering white man? That kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, I, I just wanted to bring it up because you guys didn't. I thought you might, and um, I don't know. That's that's all I had. I'm sorry. 
No, it's you good, man. You ain't got to apologize. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, I, I appreciate you, and you ain't the only one that, that, that talks, Craig, and, and thanks for calling because uh, you guys were talking about it as as it happened live on Monday, like, and I was like, "What the fuck? What are they talking about?" Yeah. So specifically, what they just had segment after segment. This was darkest club. Yeah, it was just like all of a sudden, like Apollo Cruz is getting like a lot of screen time and getting to show the full arsenal of what he can do. All of a sudden, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander are like a tag team. Performing at the highest level. Yeah, they sawed out the call from cryo sleep. Yeah. Wow. And Bianca Belair debuted. Like, there, there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah, I heard she, she go here now, so. Yeah. But at least she'd be like, well, that was probably the making, and yeah, that's just something they were going to do. Either way, it just so happens to be in the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you got Titus O'Neil taking Gronk's spot when he wins the the twenty four seven thing at WrestleMania night one, I guess it was. Yep. <clears throat> like, oh, oh, we need a backup. Right, you there? <laughs> you there with the with the, with the nice uh, gregarious smile? Show some teeth and uh, and, and and fill in. Have a good support player. No, I mean, if Craig sees it, then it's not, you know, people ain't crazy. Or being, like wrestling Twitter loves to tell you, like, oh, you're, you know, you'd love to, y'all love to play the race card. Or y'all, whatever, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. It's like, I, yep. <laughs> if, if there was no card to play, it couldn't be fucking played. It's stupid. Yeah. Fucking, so you're admitting it's a card. It's my fault. It's a fucking hand that dealt, dickhead. And, uh... He did move it. And, um... Yeah, oh, t- um, so Becky Lynch retained. That's I did want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, with the old, match. uh, yeah. Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold finish of have you in the million dollar dream, uh, reverse the uh, momentum and continue with it. I don't, uh, I can't imagine if things were, again, circumstances were normal, that that would have been There's no reason. reason. I mean, Um, afterwards they hyped up the, you know, give her the year long title reign and, that kind of stuff. They had those graphics prepped, so maybe, but yeah, I just, I don't understand why you build Shayna up as a killer for that, like for her to get outsmarted. Like now, maybe, you know, money in the bank comes around or whatever, and Shayna bulldozes her then, or I don't know, but yeah, it just, it seemed to go against the tone that they were presenting for the last couple of months on Becky becoming like super cocky and arrogant. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I thought the match, like I thought Becky was the right type of physical that that she maybe have is needed to be for a long time to kind of complement like her really good promo stuff. But yeah, that that match just did not do it for me. Yeah, I don't. I, I just 
just go with I gotta assume the original plan had to be Shane Wynn. Go with your gut, do your original thing, have Shane Wynn, and give Becky some fucking time off. Of all the time to have Becky go away, and it wouldn't like be a detriment to the it might it might help the division. Maybe, maybe somebody emerges. I, I don't know. But now certainly isn't the time where you're like, oh, we she has to be on TV. It's like, no, no. If any time's the time to strategically send one, two, or three folks that have been being written really hard the last 12, 18 months, now is the time. And Becky Lynch is one of those people, for sure. Like, undoubtedly, like, the company has been counting on Becky Lynch to be a draw all over the world for over a year now. Yeah, I don't, again, I'm not obviously in there. I don't see the internals. And Becky Lynch could just be goddamn A-OK with, you know, like perfectly fine. Like, yeah, no, I don't. But I swore I read something a couple weeks ago that her and Seth were going away for four or six weeks after WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seemed to be the case now. Yeah, I mean, if they got a bunch of stuff in the can, though, if they have a bunch of shows in the can, apparently they take a bunch of stuff. I don't know. Maybe she loses the title in the taping. I, maybe she gets hurt in the tapings, you know, uh, as a story. I mean, I know they're putting it, inserting some old school stuff on Raw and SmackDown, but Raw, that's, they've got five hours of content still just this week alone. They take 10 hours worth, so they have this week and next week's worth. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's it's hard to imagine that. Just, I don't, I don't get it. It comes back to a conversation earlier with Boris. It's just like, just send, send people home. Like, why are y'all doing this patchwork? And it probably isn't as easy as that. And, you know, contracts have been signed and Networks are expecting content, but my God, just it just seems so obvious. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that Becky finish, it's just so weird. It's just, yeah, just send the woman home, give her vacation, give her a month off. See you in June, Becky, or whatever, in the May, whatever. Court. So they had they had the Corbin and um, who did Baron Corbin wrestle? Yeah, Elias. Elias and Elias won. Uh, Sure, did he? Do I remember what I said? I'm like, that was early. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm just, yeah. Was there was there a pre-show that they did they have pre-show matches? There was a, there was a pre-show. I think Cesaro and Gulak were on the pre-show, um, and Cesaro did like 45 rotations on. Uh, he, Cesaro did this thing where he gave him an airplane spin 
let go of him, put his hands on his hips, and kept spinning with him on his back and didn't drop him. It was silly. Oh, wow. He had him perfectly balanced that he had nice. Mm-hmm. And that takes Drew. That takes some core strength to keep himself planked and balanced perfectly that he doesn't, like, go wobbling off one way or the other. <laughs> That's a cool visual to think about. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't see that. <laughs> um, and, all right, then I, 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 I didn't I really didn't want to talk about this, but we, we have to. Uh, Charlotte is now the NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, good match, too. Good match. Um, yeah, I, really? I, think I heard I heard it was another match that kind of wore out as well. I, like, match, you know, I, thought, I thought it was 20 minute match. Well, man. But I think that it. The story wasn't good because, like, we don't really. Like, for being in NXT UK so long, and we're really basically being, you know, on NXT TV a, a month before she's like winning the title. Like, you don't know anything. They, they they told the story like we grew up with Rhea Ripley. You know, like... And then they nullified they the Royal story. Rumble. They also really hurt the Rumble. Yeah, like, it was like, like when they when, when they told us that it was Shawn, Hood Michael, or Shawn Michaels' boyhood dream, we'd at least seen Shawn Michaels in tag teams and in the intercontinental scene and all that kind of stuff. Like, we had seen him grow up. At least in wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, we just... Rhea Ripley just kind of got here. And so, us to say how this is her big dream and they had the big empty stadium thing, I don't think we knew enough about her to be super invested in her beating Charlotte. Like, we don't know what that meant other than a champion defending the title, you know? So, it, it wasn't like her dreams were crushed. It's like, oh, she's going to fight her again someday. It was just, totally it was weird. And so, the match didn't seem to matter as much. I still think the match was really, really good. And Charlotte is on that short list of really good shit talkers during a match. She was like talking to her like the OG, not even the OG, like the player in their prime talks to the rookie. Like, no, this is this is being good. Like, you're, I understand your potential, but this is what being good. It was really good. I like. Okay, what about Charlotte winning the title? I mean, there's nothing else for Charlotte to do. You know. There's nobody else for her to face on the main roster. Um, yeah, like you you like Rhea Ripley, but you believe in your heart that 24-year-old Rhea Ripley isn't broken by this and can still be more. You don't want to, to have Charlotte be complacent. So I think that putting her on NXT um, and then even talking about her as like a traveling champion, like they said the, uh, the women's tag title would be, like, I think that you're going to see Charlotte with a bunch of fresh matchups and still be able to face the people she's familiar with. But, like, now she has five, six, seven people that she can run through on NXT. And not even just run through them, but wrestling. Like, there's Rock. Yeah. You know, there's Candice LeRae right there. There's even, like, a Dakota Kai there. There's some, there's some good people down there for her to wrestle. All right. You've, um... I've certainly done the, you know, I don't know if you completely turned me as far as uh, liking that finish, but you made a good case for for why. Like, all right, it might hurt now, but look what you get. 
I put out that list about what the coalition uh, wants uh, that uh, Biden to run off of. And they, and they said he didn't run off of what? And pushed him as far as far left as, as possible on the things he can. But, you know. So, yeah, I'm sure Twitter sucks right now. Like, yeah, so I, that's the reason I don't. Yeah, stay as far away from that place as possible, especially today. <laughs> yeah, you gotta gotta know the right days. Sure. You, you, you ain't like your boy. You ain't like your boy Cam over there. He he on he don't stay he don't stay far away from me. He stay in it. <laughs> he lives. Yeah. But you know what I'm feeling? You know what I'm feeling? Like yeah. a day later, I'll catch some black. That's like guy. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. Like, what's going on? You know oh, him. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, what else you got? He has mm-hmm. so many. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go back to that um Charlotte topic that y'all was talking about mm-hmm. recently. Uh, I know some people was getting upset about her women and stuff like that. Then you know they put out the story saying how um Rhea Ripley is no longer in the country. Then she had to put out the um, Instagram post. Yeah, uh-huh. she she and then that's another thing. You find out about that, and you go, "Oh, okay, well, they, their hand might have been forced." Yeah, but well, she's still in the country because she put out the Instagram post showing that she could. Uh, yeah, real quick, real quick, Darrell, real quick. So y'all might know better than me, um, because when I saw her like in the apartment, I was like, I mean, she doesn't have a work visa, so she can't go to work, like. I can't just nobody's gonna show up to pull her out the house, especially right now. But her work visa can inspire, and she can just be at the house, and she can't go to work. Like I don't know how how that works. So, this mm. ice coming to get her and deport her. Um, that's the only way I know somebody would come no, in she, and get you. Me. So you know, <laughs> and we know that's not, and and they not flying people back anywhere. <laughs> the airports sure. are empty, so you know. So. That was um uh make believe story. But um I'm 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 in it with um Cam and you can love the matchups that they got. You probably after tonight you might get EO Shirai, which would have been amazing. She getting cheered. If they was in front of fans, it'd have been amazing. And plus one thing that I wanna ask you guys and see what you guys think. Finn Balor needed to go back to NXT because he needed a change in character and stuff like that. I need to spice it up. The number one person in the whole thing outside of Roman Reigns, I need a change of character. I need some uh, like some extra seasoning on it. You know, none of them people don't believe in seasoning. Um, is somebody like Charlotte? She needs some seasoning put on her, like some Larry salt or uh, uh, season all or something like that. You feel me? So, this year, that's a, a four or five year old argument with that with Charlotte in particular. There's no, I don't think there's any going. I, I don't know. I don't just don't get the per, that she's the type of personality that would like. She's why would she? She's successful. She knows everything, and I'm, I don't even mean that like derisively. I just mean like, hey. It's gotten her this far, or why even? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see Charlotte looking at her 
going back to NXT as anything more than it's something for me to do and it's something to bring some eyeballs to NXT. Yeah. I really think she she beat everybody or, or has had a feud with everybody and they can't they can't send them all back. You know what I mean? Like no, I just I think I just imagine, like, like a, I think it's a chance for her to like kind of relearn some fundamentals and I know I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know, not nothing with her character. I think her character is her character. You know what I mean? Like I think that there's two ways to play it, but both ways that you play it are I'm the very best and you can't beat me. Like that's and I don't think that's the worst character in the world because it's not like Triple H, my gimmick is that I'm the world heavyweight champion, you know, because that was the thing for a while. Um, you know, I, I I could see they could have put Sasha in the same spot and had Sasha run through, you know, a bunch of fresh matchups. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, like, to me, Darrell, oh, for real, for real, and, and there are people who are way higher on it than I am, but who, as far as being at the top of that card, really needing something fresh, that's Bailey to me. Because I just don't think that her heel character is anything other than a heel. Like, Bailey needs a program to work. Like she has never sure. had a, a a true program step her versus Sasha. She never had a she like different program. But yeah. And that's what I mean about Charlotte. I'm, I I don't think Charlotte need a program because she done had all the programs. And you see how people always say in the programs that she works, she cooled the people off. That's why I'm saying she need a definition of character because they have her switch baby face and heel, and they and both of those characters are so much alike. Like like I was bringing up with Finn Balor, the just a little taste of the um this um them adding the Prince to him and adding a little more of the Prince David to what he has now, and he seems mm-hmm. even more cool. That he did his pre his first NXT run, he seemed even more cooler than that without having to go to the demon paint and stuff like that. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I mean about um, Charlotte. By her adding uh, just a tad bit here, where now she's truly seen as a heel and getting booed, and then she can add just a little slice of a flavor. That's what I mean by season, like Larry season salt. Uh, even um, Spanish salt or something, you know. <laughs> if if it was a dance, she'll be the um the person who's trying to um bounce a booty. But all you saying is back movement and no booty shaking. You feel me? And <laughs> she, she needs that booty shaking. She needs that booty shaking right now. If you can send her to um Little John or um or Uncle Luke, and she can get a little booty shaking action in her, and that would set her off. To have the character that she need for the rest of her career, you 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 get what I'm trying to say. It's a little, it's a little extra. I, I hear you. Yeah, and that's my only thing. I don't see that wrong because the the women's depth in NXT is still tremendous. Even with um Bianca Belair going to um um Raw, the depth of women. In NXT in the matchups, like you were saying, that she can go through even without the title, even if she's not going to have the title for that long, is amazing. And what they can have yeah. and just go through, 
Like, she can go there, and like I said, like with Finn, she don't have to have a title that long. It could be a quick turnaround, and she could lose the title, and they give it back to Ripley and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And she can just have feud after feud where you don't have to constantly, you won't be constantly waiting. What NXT have the problem with the women right now is that most of the women are waiting to get in the title feud. You bring Charlotte down there, and then you take the title off her. Now you got people not having to wait on feuds and stuff like that. Like the only other feud that was going on was with um was with um um T um T Tegan Knox and um the Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai. Yeah, so you add Charlotte, you have multiple people that you can have feuds with, and NXT like to lead with their women on TV and these separate feuds and stuff like that. So that's my whole thing about her going back, and I was seeing it from that upside of it instead of how some people were seeing it as a barrier. Some people said it was a barrier of Ripley, and then some people were saying it was a demotion, Charlotte. Yeah, people throw around uh, the, the, the word and term, bear, you know, somebody being buried way too loosely. Like, every loss isn't yeah. a burial. Just like every loss isn't a job. Like, sometimes you, somebody's got to lose and, you know, whatever. Um, being buried is what happened to Ricochet? Like, he's I say, Ricochet like, up until two nights ago. That's what it be. Yeah, like, you know, like, what the? Where you're like, wait, wait a second. Main event? Is that a show? How is he losing on a show that I didn't even know was still a show? Kind of stuff. That seems like that's a but, but, and then you learn about the visa stuff and you go, okay, maybe they're making a better, the, the best of a bad situation. Yeah, keeping off TV because um, she can apply for her visa because um, she has to apply for herself. And you probably won't have her, want her working on TV until she apply for the visa and get it back um, going and stuff like that. And they yeah, probably can um, escalate it up for her since they're a company who um up there and stuff like that to get it done. But keeping it off TV and building it back up is uh, pretty decent of itself, you know. And um, I think Cam, you said it. You can go to somebody like um, um, Candice LeRae, and she can win it. And you can get that little small feud until you get uh, real Ripley um stuff back. Candice LeRae can win what off of who? Um, it's a ladder match. It's it's a story that you're telling. Win this ladder match tonight. Wait, there's a ladder match for NXT. about NXT and they did break some news today. When have y'all ever seen anybody do um a interim title <laughs> in um wrestling? Yeah. A cruiserweight title is I mean maybe they could say And they put and they hyping it of him talking that cash money shit 
by having what? him face the beat. Yeah, that probably had a lot to do with making an interim champion. Like, all right, we can have like an instant fucking as money feud as 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 the cruiserweights are going to get. We can have that when Devlin's cleared and every all this shit is wrapped up with his with his with the beat segment. Yeah. And my question is, and I, I never got y'all opinion on Jordan Depp. How do y'all like his run as the NXT um, Cruiserweight Champion? Because so far, and I keep up with the um, NXT UK show too, his mm-hmm. run as champion and, and him and how serious they take it and how serious he holds it, I'm pretty liking the, um, the run. And depending on how they do it off of this right here, and him coming out talking that cash money shit like he did today, I'm looking forward to seeing how they they go with this because I think you can come out of this like he was saying, Travis, with a big time match and reshaping that whole title itself just off his run, and with this added on to it now. Look, he's good. He was one of the reasons that the the early NXT UK. Stuff was worth watching, but there were a lot of reasons. But he seems one of the biggest reasons to watch that show, um, and and still is one of the better reasons to watch. Uh, one of the reasons to watch anything he's on, uh, any show that he's on. Uh, his run was was good. I, I, I liked it. I didn't mind him as the NXT champion, uh, cruiserweight champion, one bit. Um, I just don't like how much he looks like his mentor. It really does bother me. Who's his mentor? Finn Balor. Oh, I have that issue with Austin Theory. I don't think about it with looking like who? No, Jordan Devlin has he his his maybe physically, but 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 Austin Theory. It's like, damn it. You look like Finn Balor in the face and in the body, and I mean, he might yeah. be a little bigger or whatever. Yeah. But and then he wrestles well, like him. Jordan Devlin, but Jordan yeah, Devlin issue is just has the a first like Jordan Devlin match that I watched, and not the first match, but like his best matches with Finn Balor. And so it's always weird watching the guy who taught you to do stuff do all this stuff better than you. Which is not to say he's not good. <laughs> like I saw him all, well. uh, at Worlds <laughs> a lot. Um, live, and he was really, really good. And he is really good. And I really mm-hmm. like him. I'm just like, damn, I wish there was he just is, enough different about is, you from that guy. A guy 5'7", 190 pounds, makes a fucking back suplex or side suplex a finisher. What the fuck? And it's legit it as fuck. Really yeah, and it looks really good. And he's not, he, he's he's not really, really good. too much of a high flyer, too. He, he's no, that's why I said him and Finn do very different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the cruiserweight uh, I like. He's, uh, you know, he's Walkman and he's uh, Heel Greg Helms. Like, he's that cruiserweight that I like. Like, uh, and to a lesser extent, uh, what's, what's my guy's name? Uh, you know, Kendrick on this last run. Like, I like mm-hmm. sadistic, hard-hitting cruiserweights that don't have to jump around. As much as I like the normal stuff, like I like the deviation for sure. I I just think they have a um big chance. And um I know y'all were speaking on um Becky and her going um possibly could have been going away, but I think 
even though people were saying they were souring up on Shayna, but that promo that Shayna cut after that loss was for me the best promo promo on the main roster so far. I haven't seen it. Who's souring on Shayna? The company or fans? Um, they um, if you go off of, I'm just saying what the people uh, online yeah, yeah, no, are saying. No. The people, you know, um, that they supposed to be silent on her. But you listen to that promo that they gave her after um Mania. They played it on Raw too, but you can go. It's online on YouTube and how she was looking and and how they focused the camera in on her and stuff like that. That was. Probably her best promo so far, uh, especially even even on NXT run. So you can tell Did that they have things. And going back to the old story, you remember when she first came in? People forget that she lost her first title shot when she first came to NXT. And I know you, Travis, is a was a big opponent of them going back and retelling the story that they told in NXT for these people when they come to the main roster. And what it looked like they're doing now is telling the same story. And when you listen to that promo, you get it. And it's like, yeah, they're going to tell the same story that they told when she lost to um, uh, to Amber Moon. Because she lost to Amber Moon the same exact way. And she dominated uh-huh. that match the same way and lost the same way. And she came back two times better the next time she fought her. And it's the same pro, and it was a better promo that she gave this time than the one that she gave after losing to Amber Moon. Making some really good points. So, I know Travis was a person that um, always, always go in and say that because he said that so many times on the show with Wade that they needed to do that, especially when Bailey came up that they needed to go back and retell that story. So my thing right. is, knowing that I'm putting that out there, uh, saying it like this, how do y'all feel about them trying to basically retell that same story of Shayna Baszler from NXT? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Would she lost? Like, she didn't lose in NXT. Certainly no, not. She did. She lost the first time. Oh, in the, in the May Young thing. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. She lost to uh, what's no, her after face? She got a rematch against Ember Moon. Like, Ember Moon beat her the first time. The same exact Wait, so way. So she lost to Kyrie twice and Ember Moon? She lost to Kyrie once. So she lost Kyrie to Kyrie title. She lost the title no, she to Kyrie, lost. but she lost the title match to Ember Moon. Hmm. But I'm saying Ky- and I'm it was pretty like, sure Kyrie beat her in the finals. That's why I'm counting twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, Travis. Finals. You're right. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. I, I like that story. Yeah. Like, that's a, I, I had you, you know I had you. You can't yeah. do it again. I like that story. And she told, and she told Becky, she said, my ag- my pain of, um, my pain of defeat <clears throat> will be your, uh, Will be your forever agony, or something of, of, of the sort. Because I can't really come up with it right now, but verbatim. But it was something to that extent. And when they had and how her hair was looking, and her face was looking, they put the camera in her face, 
and and let her talk to the camera, like like I'm sending this out to you. And I feel like they're just retelling the whole story and they're making it even more serious. And and it looked like they were going away from that. Oh, I'm biting your neck, vampire stuff. Until now, she going back to I'm a I'm a fighter at the end of the day. And what us fighters do when we lose, we come back, we go back to camp, and we get better. And again, they always, and it's something else I want to ask you, since they put the Raw Tag Team Women's title on Raw, they always can bring in Jasmine Duke, them, and there go your stable, and then winning up the title that way. But can they wrestle? It's my question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can fight. You can lead. I, I don't know lead them in a tag team match. <laughs> I, and I know um, that's Alexa Bliss and Nick and Nicky Cross, but Nicky Cross is an awesome Nicky Cross can do it for sure. But you can hide certain stuff in a tag team match. Should it, it should be easier? Maybe Travis, you know something, but it should be a little bit easier to hide their deficiencies in a tag team match that probably won't be that long on Raw. Well, sure, I guess. Mm, well, it's, still, here's my question. Do you think they're as good as the Iconics? And, and, I, and when I say do you think, I mean, we haven't seen the evidence, but that's kind of my barometer. And the Iconics, even though they aren't, like, great in the ring, they're fun, and they have well-developed characters that you want to see. Um, right. So that would be, like, kind of my level of are these people that we can have on TV the incredible match. Or are they not even like in a, because that's a, that's a low, a low bar. It ain't a high bar, for sure. Right, 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 right. But I think what they might not have in charisma and like the togetherness and the, and the, and the, uh, you know, the ability to play off each other, like, uh, Iconics do because he's been friends and shit for and teammates for so long. They make up for and they have too. They've known each other. Duke and yeah. Shafir. They but can make they up. Make, they, they make up for it in like legitness and toughness and like. But WWE even in NXT hasn't done the best jobs because all the focus has been on Shayna and before that Ronda. So those two have always been henchmen. And as henchmen, we know what happens to the foot. You know, they just get beat up a lot. So it's going to be, a, it's, I would imagine it would be a decent amount of, of rehabbing. They're in repair. I'm not even sure rehabbing because they haven't been featured. I mean, it's kind of a plus for in a while plus, they could introduce them as in a way that they helped Shayna win the title over Becky and put heat on them that way. Now also all they have to do is go over uh to the next door and take a few pointers from Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Roddy Strong who um Pam always say he ain't never going back to the trailer park. And his wife Ever. he ain't gonna let his wife go back to the trailer park. So they can they can Take pointers from that and be those type of people on the side of Shayna, where Shayna can be serious. Like, 
Yeah. What if he trained her under the guise of you're not getting me sent back to the trailer park? You know, making this family look bad. <laughs> uh huh. And he said they trained together, and he wrestled with her, and they trained with each other. So I know you can't say dad a rub off, but I'm just saying they, they got pointers and people who they can um, play off of and get some type of pointers from. I know you were saying the iconic. The Iconics are more like Travis was saying with the charisma because of how they interact with each other, they, they, the way they talk and stuff like that. But everybody don't always look at them serious in the ring. And me right. watching wrestling for so long, I was always told that you got to always have your good base. And they could be the, the tag team that's the base for tag teams that – got that little charisma or something like mm-hmm. that, or a little more flyers, and, and, and they can be that, but they can be pesky heels, and you can see somebody, one of them pulling the Kyle O'Reilly role and just always doing some wild shit on the side while Shayna being serious and stuff like that. Now, that that's Not hilarious just limited, to me. They Like, I'm picturing that. Shayna yeah, you get what I'm saying? Goose. Not limited. They act just to the tag team. But they act as a whole, included with Shayna, because right now they're mm-hmm. tied in to Shayna anyway. So you might as well bring them all. their complete pack and oh, keep yeah. them uh, right now. Who they saying coming back and maybe be a person who I know you were talking about uh, Bailey, but <laughs> I don't know how that would work. But give Bailey somebody different, maybe a Ronda. Or something Could for Bailey imagine, and his new attitude. Could you imagine Bailey like beats Sasha at SummerSlam, right? And mm-hmm. like beats her decisively, and it's all crazy. And then Ronda's music hits. Oh my god! And Bailey is just mortified and shocked and begging Sasha to help her. Leave <laughs> 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 it off me. <laughs> uh, yep, I got her beating Sasha if it's not um. If it's not uh, a coming uh, a coming back page at Money in the Bank, I got her beating Sasha at Money in the Bank, and then you see the return of uh, Ronda then. Mm. So we shall. And now you get that star power that you need on SmackDown. We shall see. Um, it's it's. Uh... Yeah, I, I just keep thinking about Bailey versus Asuka and NXT, how it was just like, well, nice knowing you, Bailey. It, it, yeah. It's getting that same kind of vibe as when you talk about Ronda showing up. I haven't heard anything about Ronda Rousey. I would imagine if, uh, if Ronda Rousey's cap and management, they're like, yeah, we were negotiating. We're, you know, we're, things, I would imagine things are on hold. So, uh, well, this would be the perfect climate for her to come back and, and wrestle in anyway because um, what? she wouldn't be doing that for a few dates anyway and not too long of dates. No, no. So, terrible. And don't have to. But you, but you want to leave her house for nothing right now, boy. Yeah. In a bomb shelter <laughs> right now. Yeah, yo, she got her bug out bag ready. Her fucking creepy husband's got their fucking like, conspiracy packet. Handy and shit. Yeah, no. Oh, 
By May the tenth, we gonna see all um that oh, shit. and government hey, government back hey, running. Hey, Durrell, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're up, not only are we up against the clock, but we had a couple of people join in late. Uh, so Brian, hang in there. Um, I see you. Uh, but two two four. Um, who's this and what's happening? What else? Hey, 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 you know who this is? No, I don't. That's why I, I, I said who's this. Oh. No, no who is this? Oh. He... Oh. Martin. No, he didn't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? Ask your question, Martin, <laughs> and let me move on before I fuck your shit up, dude. <laughs> Um, so wait, okay, so I'll make it. I'll make this quick since I didn't listen to the to the previous uh, whatever three hours of your show. Uh, what did you think of the uh, Taker AJ match and the fire fl- and the um, what was that? Man, uh, go back to hour one. one. That's how we open the show. Damn, you can't. <laughs> what did you think of this thing that you talked about? You can't tell the previous three hours joke when you miss what happened an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, and then ask the thing that would have perfectly, like, well, you should listen to the last three hours, motherfucker. Brian, uh, I'm Phoenix. What's happening, man? What up? Hey, Trav, hey, Cam. I hope you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on, and I'll keep it quick. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Thank you. I will send an email to the exclusive VIP portion of East Coast Cast Trap. Thanks a lot. And um, two things. I know you probably already covered them like Marty. I just dialed on. But um, I would have been really upset if Austin Theory pinned either one of the Street Profits at WrestleMania. That would have not been good. And then the second thing I have is, and I mentioned this on Twitter, is that how come Kofi Kingston couldn't get like a two and seven eighths count and kick out? How come he couldn't get that? He got pinned right away by one F5, and then we have somebody else who gets with three of them and, and kicks out. Plays on the Wait, first one. Drew kicked out at one? Drew kicked out at one. Yeah. Kicked out at one. So, <laughs> yep. hey, guys, thanks a lot for having us. And you can talk about those two things. I'll get off the line. I'll listen. Thanks a lot and have a real good night. Appreciate it. Appreciate thanks, y'all, Brian. too. Thanks, man. Brian was in and out. Pithy than a motherfucker. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we'll no need to get into any specifics with that. Um, I think his point is made. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, chiming in in any way you did, email, tweet, call in. Uh, thanks, Cam, for your co-hostship. Thanks for your energy. Uh, we'll get on your y'all next week. Um, free folks, the ride is over for y'all. Um, this uh, We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Uh, but Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, so, VIP folks, click over and uh, join that conversation. Uh, until next time, that's game. I'm Trav. We out. Champion, 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 champion,
Cusco, loving the proper fit. Ain't nobody fucking with y'all. Ain't got the time, bitch. Look, nigga, short on minutes. Got the rock now. Ball bunion in my blunt. Chop the tree down. Nah, youngie, I can't front. Your nigga beats pound. Gather round and push it down. Call the champ sound. Shorty up. Real cool cat. My Anna Break dance, just like chance. Connoisseur of all things fresh, yes, the Lord of this dope shit dropped on this, damn it, recording it. Stop, I get off my job. He ain't supporting this, subordinate. Salute your caps and crazy ornaments. Decorate my chest, got stripes, night, like Jordan's eye. 